Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. If you're checking this out on podcast and you would like to join me for the live show on Saturday nights at 10 p.m. Central, 11 Eastern, 9 Mountain, 8 Pacific, so on and so forth as you travel around the world. Again, thank you so very much for checking this out. Uh, or if you'd like to... Uh, Catch on if you're catching us on replay, you want to see the video, you want to see this beautiful, glorious mug, you can always go to youtube.com and search for at Tyler Morgan Show as the username at or it's at the Tyler Morgan Show if you're searching for it on the YouTubes or go to Rumble and search Tyler Morgan Show there. And again, check out you see this very, very handsome and glorious mug. Uh, if you're checking this out on YouTube, please be sure to you know get down to the bottom of the screen somewhere over there and hit the subscribe button, hit the bell, get notified whenever episodes post on the YouTubes. Again, thank you so much for checking it out. But before I get into this week's craziness, after a glorious week off, enjoying my 20th anniversary with the wife, let me tell you about the one, the only, the amazing American Pride Roasters coffee. Yes, American Pride Roasters is my preferred coffee here at the Morgan Ranch. It's great coffee. Check it out. Um, custom roasted. Ground to order. So if you like the really fine stuff because you have your uh, home espresso machine, you can get that. If you're like me and you like the drip coffee, you can get a medium grind. It's just perfect for 99% of coffee makers. Check it out. Um, check out my personal Favorites as far as uh, which blends. I am a huge fan of the Thomas Paine Age of Reason. That is 100% uh, robust beans. It has a little bit more caffeine than the traditional Arabica beans. So, so good. Check them out. AmericanPrideRoasters.com, APRCoffee.com. Uh, when you order your coffee and the special instructions, Tell them you heard about it from the Tyler Morgan Show so Dave and Faith and all of them at American Pride Roasters know I'm still talking about their great coffee. APR Coffee, historically great coffee. All right, so I've had like a really busy evening and I've not had a chance to print off anything. So all of my... uh, Getting the news articles I'm doing is coming off of ye old cell phone. And I think one of the big things, because Ukraine has been going on for over a year now, and we have just been dumping billions and billions of dollars into that proxy war against Russia. 
And I'm one of those guys that when it comes to, you know, you know, getting into other people's business, I mean, I went to Iraq. And I will tell you right now, we were sold a bill of goods on Iraq. Instead of saying, hey, we have evidence that Saddam does have weapons of mass destruction because, you know, he never destroyed the sarin gas that was uh, that he used against Iran never get, or and against the uh, the Kurds. And then guess what? We found the sarin gas. No, we were sold on yellow cake. Oh, he's building nuclear nuclear weapons. We got to go in. Well, yeah, we were sold bill of goods on that. Um, in 2011, 2016, I did two tours in Afghanistan. But by the time I had gotten there, the war against the Taliban was essentially done. And we were just, we were nation building at that point. Just, oh, you got to win the hearts and minds. You got to get them uh, on the Western path. Well, this is a country with 18 ethnic groups. You're not getting them on. And they, they've been at war for centuries. You're not getting them on, you know, this whole melting pot. You know, we are all Afghans kick. You're because, you know, you have the Pashtus and you have the, the Tajiks. You have the Uzbeks. You, all of the different groups in Afghanistan that are very tribal and they're not a unified people. So getting into other people's business has, you know, kind of worn itself out with me. And then we go and get involved with Ukraine. Now, granted, we are not direct, you know, directly involved. We're not putting boots on the ground yet. And so we've been putting all kinds of money and weapons going into the Afghani land, or Afghani land, you know, Ukrainistan. It's all the, may as well be the same at this point. They just have different religions and speak different languages. But one of the uh, big worries about, you know, Ukraine was that what happens when our weapons start getting captured by the Russians? Well, we have found out this week that what some people feared is coming true. This is a CNN article, not exactly a bastion of right-wing conservatism, and the uh, they're very big on supporting Ukraine. Well, Headline, Russia has been sending some U.S.-provided weapons captured in Ukraine to Iran, sources say. What a shocker. Russia has been capturing, capturing some of the U.S. and NATO-provided weapons and equipment left on the battlefield in Ukraine and sending them to Iran, where U.S. believes Tehran will try to reverse-engineer the systems for sources familiar with the matter, told CNN. Hmm. Is it? Now, granted, these are you know not named sources. You know, journalists are not required to name their sources if they, re- you know, if they request remain anonymous. But as opposed to these stories, where one source, one insider, one guy. This is four separate sources who are familiar with the situation. So that immediately lends to uh, some credibility on what's going on with this information. Over the last year, U.S., NATO, and other Western officials have been have 
seen several instances of Russian forces seizing smaller shoulder-fired weapons equipment, including Javelin anti-tank and Stinger anti-aircraft systems that Ukrainian forces have at times been forced to leave behind on the battlefield, the sources told CNN. In many of those cases, Russia has then flown the equipment to Iran to dismantle and analyze, likely so the Iranian military can attempt to make their own version of the weapons, sources said. Russia believes that continuing to provide captured Western weapons to Iran will incentivize Tehran to maintain its support for Russia's war in Ukraine, the sources said. U.S. officials don't believe the issue is widespread or systematic, and that the Ukrainian military has made it a habit since the beginning of the war to report to the Pentagon any losses of U.S.-provided equipment to Russian forces, officials said. Still, U.S. officials acknowledge that the issue is difficult to track. It's not clear if Iran has successfully reverse-engineered any U.S. weapons taken in Ukraine, but Tehran has proven highly adept at developing weapons systems based on U.S. equipment seized in the past. A key weapon in Iran's inventory, the Tupan, Tupan, Tampon, Tampon anti-tank guided missile was reverse engineered from the American BGM-71 tow missile in the 1970s. The Iranians also intercepted a U.S.-made drone in 2011, a Lockheed Martin RQ-170 Sentinel, and reverse engineered it to create a new drone that crossed into Israeli airspace in 2018 before being shot down. Quote, Iran has demonstrated the capability to reverse engineer U.S. weapons in the past, said Jonathan Lord, a senior fellow with the, and director of the Middle East Security Program at the Center for a New American Security. They reverse engineered the tow anti-tank guided missile, creating a near-perfect replica they called the Tufan, and have since proliferated to the Houthis and Hezbollah. Iran could do the same with the Stinger, which could threaten both civil and military aviation throughout the region. A reverse-engineered javelin could be used by, the, by Hamas or Hezbollah to threaten an Israeli Merkava tank. In the hands of Iran's proxies, these weapons pose a real threat to Israel's conventional military forces. End quote. The coordination is yet another example of Moscow's growing defense partnership with Tehran, which has intensified over the last year as Russia has become increasingly desperate for external military support for its war against Ukraine. The partnership not only de- not only further destabil- is not only further destabilizing Ukraine, but it could also threaten Iran's neighbors in the Middle East. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby said last month, oh, CNN has reached out to the Russian embassy in Washington and the Iranian UN mission for comment. The U.S. has been warned about threats posed by Iran. Senior U.S. military officials, including Joint Chiefs Chairman General Mark Milley and Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin were both in the Middle East this month for discussions with their counterparts that centered around threats posed by Iran, the Pentagon said. Over the past year, Russia's military cooperation with Iran has deepened and that poses serious challenges for this region and for the safety of your citizens. And, and that's a Lloyd Austin said at a press conference alongside Israeli Defense Minister Yoav Gallant in Tel Aviv on Thursday. And this is one of the big problems. Uh, Kim was saying in the chat, wasn't this predicted in the Bible? Gog and Magog? Yeah, it sounds a lot like it. Now, this is one of the early things that was warned well, 
well before the war because during the uh, Trump administration and even during the Obama administration, there had been military talks between Iran and uh, Russia developing you know, political al- allyships, developing military uh, contacts. And so now we have the Russians seizing American-provided weapons and other NATO-provided weapons and selling them to Iran so that they can, like I said, reverse engineer and do like they did with the tow missile and build a new missile. Do what they did with the drone they shot down and create their own version of said drone. Anyone who's been following what's been going on with Ukraine and has been rather skeptical about our involvement have likened this to the early stages of World War I, where you have these ally ships that are popping up, and, well, if you get involved, we'll get involved. Well, if they get involved, we're getting involved. If those guys over there are involved, we're getting involved. It is just... Builds and builds and builds. And we are on a fast track to a World War III. Um, the whole idea that, you know, we're just going to keep rattling our sabers and we're going to, we sent 31 Abrams tanks to Ukraine. What happens if one of those gets stuck in the mud and has to be abandoned and then it can get loaded up and hauled off, you know, to Moscow? And suddenly Russia is reverse engineering an M1 Abrams and building a replacement for their battle tanks, which really, frankly, don't stand a chance against, you know, even our Bradleys. And building tanks that are actually competitive on the battlefield with our Abrams. I mean, this is turning into a huge Huge mess. And as much as people want to say that Donald Trump was in the pocket of Putin, you know what Putin didn't do during the Trump administration? He didn't invade any countries. He didn't start any wars. And this is not me trying to simp for Donald Trump because Lord knows the man has enough faults that I have criticized him on. There was a reason in 2016 where I was not, I was anti-Donald Trump. I was never never a never-Trumper. But I was just like, no, I can't support this guy. And then when he got into office, he surprised me with how he governed. Granted, like I said, there was some stuff, uh, like after the Parkland shooting, talking about uh, red flag laws. Take the guns and then do process. I was not a huge fan of that. After the uh, Las Vegas shooting, banning bump stocks, was not a huge fan of that because these are decisions that were being made. You know, that clearly go against our rights as citizens. You know, the whole idea of a Second Amendment 
was so that civilians would have access to arms comparable to what the military has. And so, okay, in the civilian world, it is damn impossible, oh, damn near impossible, excuse me, to have an automatic weapon. And those are so highly regulated that if you do have one, and let's just say that our government were to decide it's going to clamp down on, you know, its own citizenry and turn us into uh, subjects. Well, some they, they have paperwork. They can track down every person who owns a fully automatic weapon. They, they will know which uh, gunsmiths to go to because they have the licenses to build automatic weapons for civilians, and they can shut them down, seize their equipment. That way they're not providing arms that are actually comparable to the mili- what the military has for the average American to defend themselves. And... Yeah, this is just very worrisome. And like I said, Donald Trump led the way in, you know, banning a device that allows a semi-automatic weapon to function similar in a similar manner to an automatic, just because it uses the recoil of the weapon to make the trigger pull faster. You know, if you ask anyone in the military, uh, shoulder-fired automatic weapons, they, while there are good uses, many times the average person is not very good with them because of the level of, you know, training that it takes to be able to make one function effectively. Being able to control your cone of fire to place accurate, you know, rounds on target. But, you know, we're at a point now where the idea of World War III, as scary as that is, I am more concerned about our own government going against us. And I'm sure that I'm, me saying this stuff is going to catch me the, uh, you know, the Alex Jones warning on YouTube. But, frankly, I don't care because... If you're coming here on YouTube or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, you're going back and watching the replay on Twitch, whatever, you know, I'm trying to give an honest opinion. And the idea that, you know, we're just going to keep throwing all of these arms overseas. Meanwhile, you know, we have the ATF rewriting the definition of a short-barreled rifle to include, you know, AR-style pistols that use an arm brace. Oh, it has an arm brace. That makes it a short-barreled rifle now. Um, you know, making 
felons out of millions of Americans who own these weapons. How long is it until the ATF decides that they're going to rewrite a the regulation to further de-arm Americans with long with longly held legal weapons? How long is it till the AR-15 sitting across the room from me suddenly becomes an illegal weapon that I can't have? The pistols that I have in my home, how long till they are illegal? Because you know, we've seen pushes that, oh, we need to ban semi-automatic weapons. We need to ban the 9mm. Have you seen a 9mm? It just blows your lungs right out their back. Okay, Joe Biden. Show me where someone shot with a 9mm has had an entire lung go out their back. Or go out their front, they're shot in the back. Either or. There is so much mis, dis, and malinformation concerning guns in America, it is ridiculous. Yeah, today I saw a... Um... <laughs> Kim said, Tyler, I thought you lost those guns in a boating accident. These are new ones. And th- this time I promise I'm not taking them out in the water. Believe me, my wife is getting very frustrated with the amount of money going into replacing guns that are lost in boating accidents. It's mind-blowing. But I saw a, uh, a post today. It had a quote from Henry Rollins. You know, the, the, the punk metal singer slash actor Henry Rollins. Talking about how smart people don't need guns. I, I don't have the exact quote in front of me but that guns are uh, are a tool of people who, are, who aren't intelligent enough to get themselves out of a situation. Well, you know what? There are certain times where it doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't matter how smart you are or how smart you think you are. If you get to the point, there's always a point where things devolve into violence. It doesn't matter if you are being 100% compliant with someone who is, you know, assaulting you, someone who is trying to take your, you know, trying to mug you on the street, trying to take the TV out of your house, threatening you and your wife and your kids with physical harm. At some point... You have to make a decision. Are you going to meet out violence in order to protect your loved ones? Or are you just going to not do anything at all to protect them? Frankly, I would rather be on the side of being being able to defend my family when things devolve. When things get to a point where words do not do anything. And if that situation happens, I want to be the most 
prepared, the best prepared to defend my family. If the burglar has a baseball bat, I want something that can beat a baseball bat. If the person threatening harm to my family has a gun, guess what? There's no such thing as a fair fight. But a gun definitely increases your odds in a fair fight. I want to be able to have that at my disposal. Should our government decide that it's going to turn against us, the citizenry, Yeah, I don't have an F-15. I don't have a tank. But you know what? I've got a crap ton of woods. I've got caves that I can hide in. Boy, this sounds really familiar, like I've been to this place before. And I have a lot of tricks up my sleeves that I have learned from our own enemies that I will use to defend my family, to defend my neighbors, to defend my friends against a U.S. government that turns against its own citizenry. I know there's a lot of people who think that, oh, you're, you're uh, you're just using hyperbole. Well, maybe I am. Maybe I'm 100% serious. The fact of the matter is, while we sit here and watch what's going on overseas, we watch what's going on with Ukraine and giving them our howitzers, giving them our tanks, giving them our munitions, we at the same time have a government that is going after peaceful anti-abortion advocates, people who stand outside of abortion clinics and pray, that offer counseling to women coming in for abortions, while at the same time, oh, you're part of, oh, you're part of Jane's Revenge, you want to burn the building down? By all means, burn it down. We... Do it at night. We won't be able to see you. Regard, even if they have security cameras, we won't be able to find you. Meanwhile, if you were walking through the Capitol Mall on January 6th and you walked up to the edge of the riot and go, holy smokes, I'm getting out of here because this ain't, this ain't no good. They'll use a geofence warning. Uh, warrant, and they will find you, and they will prosecute you because you were nearby. And don't even get me started on the footage that Tucker Carlson has released of the the forty one thousand hours of security camera footage given to him by Speaker McCarthy, because much of this video evidence should have been released to the public. That way they can see what happened. They would see the QAnon shaman being escorted peacefully around the Capitol building and into the Senate chambers by Capitol Police. 
There is no one in this world that hates us as Americans, especially as conservative Americans, than our own government, left, right, and middle. As long as people in government can use it to their full advantage, so that way they can grift their way to having more power, more money, and more importantly, more power and authority over you and I, you're not going to have a lot of people like the Thomas Masseys, the Chip Roys, the Mike Lees, who understand that, yes, the government is a cudgel, and it can be used for great good. But it is even more important that they prevent the cudgel from being used to abuse the the people who put that cudgel in their hands. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I almost forgot to hit the un hit the unmute button. One of these days, I'm just gonna have this down pat where I just never make that mistake. One of these days, or I'll have a producer who can sit and run the board and do all the button pushing for me, so I'm not trying to do a hundred things at once. But until then, I will be av- doing my best to avoid disaster. Um. Okay. So i got to talk about Jane Fonda. Yes, Jane Fonda is back in the news. She was on with the cackling coven that is The View. And while they were there, they were discussing uh, a new movie with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Don't know anything about it. Didn't really want to listen into that. But somehow the topic of of new laws in America, Uh, Supreme Court rulings and abortion. Yes, yes, yes. Jane Fonda, who her girly bits have stopped working, you know, probably 50 years ago. She is concerned about abortion. And I'm just going to press this little button here and 
we have experienced many decades now of having agency over our body, of being able to determine when and how many children to have. We know what that feels like. We know what that's done for our lives. We're not going back. I don't care what the laws are. We're not going back. Yeah. I think the women will rise up. That's the activist. That's Jane speaking. Yeah. And, 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 and she probably will get a Nobel Prize. But it's very, the truth. Very, very soon. It, it is the truth. But we're I, not going to do it. Besides, besides marching and, and protesting, what else do you suggest? Well, well it doesn't happen murder. overnight. It's not a miraculous... <laughs> what did you say? Murder. <laughs> yeah, Jane Fonda is not opposed to using... Murder. Now, she goes on in this clip to, well, I was joking, but the first time she says it, the crowd is good. The crowd, who, uh, this is their point of view. Even they're like, what? Even they were taken aback by it. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. She goes on to say, well, you could tell from my body language, my tone of voice, I was joking. Well, you know what? I was using hyperbole. Well, Jane, were you using hyperbole? And was it obvious from your body language when you were sitting astride a North Vietnamese anti-aircraft gun with, with that little, I like a man, so cute, uh, helmet on your head? The same guns? that were being used to shoot down pilots like my father-in-law. The same guns that were used to shoot down John McCain before he spent five years in the Hanoi Hilton. Here in America, we have things so completely ass-backwards. We can't kill a convicted murderer for horrific crimes because, well, life is precious. But if you go and get knocked up, oh, kill that thing in a heartbeat. The the whole idea that you, you, she talks about joking, but here's the thing. There are people who are so pro-abortion, they would have zero issues killing anybody who stood in their way. They would have zero issues coming after me because I think killing an unborn child is beyond immoral. I think it should be illegal. This is a country that if you kill a pregnant woman, you will be charged with two counts of murder even in states that are incredibly, incredibly pro-abortion, they will charge you for the death of the unborn child. But if you walk into a Planned Parenthood and say, grab the vacuum cleaner, suck this thing out of me, you're praised. Where in the world has this country gone wrong that, the whole idea you can kill your baby because you don't want to have, you don't want to raise a family right now or ever, that is to be praised. And 
if you're out there advocating on behalf of unborn children, speaking up, giving voice to the literal voiceless, kill them. It's a lawmaker who's trying to get this banned. Murder is acceptable. You're the guy standing out there on the street. You're Mark Houck. Mark Houck, who was involved in a physical confrontation because some jack wagon decided he was going to start swearing and cursing at his 12-year-old kid and making threats. So Mark Houck pushed him to the ground. That guy should go to jail because... He put his hands on a guy who was who who was fighting for the rights of women. Oh my god. No. America has so lost its way. Our founding documents talk about you know preserving the rights Preserving freedom, preserving liberty for our progeny, for our posterity. We we don't care about that. We are now, you know, go back to Aesop's fable between the ant and the grasshopper. We should be the ant. We should be the ones working towards building a better place for our kids. Or as Eric Adams pointed out, speaking at a religious breakfast in New York City, we need to be building better kids for the world we're in. But... Instead, we're the grasshopper. We are a nation of grasshoppers. We care about the right now. We care about what makes me feel good. We care about happiness in the moment. The whole idea that we should be able to just, yeah, I got pregnant, kill it. Now, I don't have an issue with, you know, morning after pill, plan B. Because at that point, you know, sometimes it could take several hours for uh, fertilization to occur. And, you know, the implanting of the fertilized egg into... The uterine wall is all very medically and technical. So uh, the plan B pill doesn't really bother me. I think, and I think that any woman who is a victim of a rape should have it provided free of charge. But the whole idea that you can engage in promiscuity And 
oh my gosh, I'm in college and I, I just don't have time for this in my life. And it's such an inconvenience. Convenience is the number one reason for abortions in America. Whenever they say, wow, well, health of a mother. What about rape and incest? If you add up all of that, that accounts for about 2% of abortions. 2% of the abortions every year are from those from those ridiculous, or I'm not even going to say ridiculous, but from those tragic instances where you know a woman has you know has to choose her life or the baby's and that is by far the rarest of circumstances there's a, a friend of ours she had twins she had twins despite having cancer and she's like no we worked real we tried for a long time to get pregnant. I am having these babies. And once I have these babies, you can you can treat the cancer. There are thousands of people who would look at her and go, Oh my God, you can't do that. You're putting yourself at risk. And she's like, I'm fine with it. And that, that is a complete testimony to the love that you would think women would have for their offspring. That despite the medical, the grave medical circumstances, Those babies are going to live. And they like said, and going back to Hanoi Jane, this is a country with a political climate where offhand comments can be misconstrued as calls for violence. How long after she made this stupid, well, it was hyperbole, her and her damn purple hair garbage. Um, Yeah, if you didn't see the video, her hair is like really light shade of purple, almost like a periwinkle. It's very odd. But um, her hyperbole, if someone actually kills a worker at one of these uh, crisis pregnancy centers, is she going to come out and denounce that act of violence? And what if they fully credit her? Well, uh, Jane Fonda said that we murder should be on the table for protecting abortion. 
What about then? Does does she sleep at night? Or does she toss and turn thinking about how her words that someone took to heart led to unspeakable violence? Because I guarantee you, just like she never lost one wink of sleep posing for those pictures with those anti-aircraft guns in North Vietnam, she does not lose a wink of sleep if someone quotes her as the reason why they committed murder against someone who is trying to protect life. Because they don't care. I mean, she's made her mark. She was in baseball. She'd be in Cooperstown. What what does what does saying something offhand and flippant? What's that gonna do for her? It certainly, it certainly ain't going to hurt her. Because even if she were to get canceled over those words and someone taking them and using them as an, as an excuse to harm someone else, and she never works again, it doesn't matter. She's made her millions. She's got the royalties coming in from... You know, years of selling workout videos from Netflix series, from the movies she's been in throughout the years. She got hers. And it, it's so freaking sad that... We live in a time where you, know, you can just sit on TV and openly say murder is on the table. And you don't apologize for it. You don't come out and issue a statement saying what I said was incredibly, incredibly wrong and insensitive. No, you just, well, you can tell from my body language. I was, it was hyperbole. I didn't actually mean it. Like I said, you go back and listen to that clip. The first time she says murder, there is not a reaction from the crowd. Because even as pro-abortion nuts as that audience is, and that group of women on that stage are, the truth of what she was saying was so inconceivable. Even they had to go, wait, what did she just say? And then when she said it again, Oh, I ain't joking. I clap like a seal. Oh, 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 oh. 
the level of stupid in this country is off the charts. All righty, so I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. But before I do, oh, I just had an amazing video that I can't share it on YouTube because, you know, trying to figure out the, uh, you know, getting it switched over to show the video is kind of a pain. But I was going to pl at least play the audio as I close this out. I'm going to have to go through and. Do a search here on. All right. Got found. So. I said, I'm going to close with this video because. I mean, it's awesome. And yeah, it might actually bring a little, little bit of a tear to your eye. But before I do, thank you so much for listening. As always, um, again, if you are checking out the show for the first time, please hit the subscribe button. After that, I ask you to do three things because it's usually four things. But if you've already hit the subscribe button on your podcast platform of choice, th you know, three more things. Please rate this show five stars. All except four, three and below, we're going to have a conversation. After, after you have subscribed and rated it, please review it. Say something nice. Maybe fluff a little. Don't get carried away. Even if you don't like the show, say why you don't like the show. Maybe uh, the uh, it'll, it'll lead to some constructive criticism that I can use to better myself and better my content. Either or, I don't. I, I appreciate or you can call me something silly like an Alex Jones wannabe and you will live in my heart for forever. The greatest one-star review ever. Uh, wannabe Alex Jones. I've never been so happy to be called something in my life. And once you have rated, once you have subscribed, rated, reviewed, please, the final thing, share it. Share this episode with someone who you think will love it. Share it with someone who you think will absolutely despise it and will be mad at you because then they'll be mad at me too. And however I get views and listens, I will take it. Again, thank you so very much for listening. I was about to say, and as always, stay relentless and smack the button. But I have a video. Let me restart it. One on nine, Dutch. One hundred nine. Go ahead. One hundred nine Dodge. I'll be ten forty two, and K nine Tech badge number two forty three will be ten forty two for his final shift. Attention, all units. Deputy K nine Tech is ten forty two for his final tour of duty today, Friday, March third. We would like to thank K-9 Tech for his 38 and a half dog years 
otherwise known as five and a half years of distinguished service to the Dodge County Sheriff's Office and to your handler, Lieutenant Nails. Thank you, Tech, for serving the citizens of Dodge County with over 98 arrests, 314 deployments, ensuring the safety of our deputies and other agencies each and every shift, and making sure your partner went home safely every night. You can now take your well-deserved rest, change rabbits instead of bad guys, enjoy your well-deserved belly rubs and back scratches. Your pet presence will be greatly missed. Go enjoy being a dog, bullying Titan, and protecting Trey and Sissy. Good boy, Tech, a.k.a. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations on the retirement of Canine Tex. I'm a dog fan, and five and a half years, yes, he certainly deserves his break. I'm glad that, you know, that sheriff's office went out of their way to have a, a script for him for his last for his last sign out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. The Tyler Morgan show is a relentless daring media production. The Tyler Morgan show is supported by its listeners to support the show. Go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan show to donate there or relentless and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1 7.